And we're on the air in five, four, three, two, one. Pencil. It is September 15th, 2020, and I'm recording a podcast for, Jesus, the first time in probably six months, five months, a long time. You know, we're in the middle of uh, the pandemic, and nearly 200,000 Americans have died from COVID-19. Or if, you know, you're Alex Jones, nobody has died from COVID-19, but uh, somebody died from COVID-19. I just, you know, or maybe they didn't. Who the fuck knows? You know, that brings us to the other thing. We're, you know, in the middle of a presidential election cycle with a crazy man, literally, I think, a crazy man in the White House. I think Donald Trump is a fucking Yahoo, and uh, I cannot believe just the daily degradation that uh, he unleashes on our country and our world and the lives of our children you know I don't have any children but you know you might have children if you're listening to the podcast um yeah and so I'm uh I've I've been thinking about coming back and recording for a couple of days now and uh, my friend Keith Ulig and I recently had a conversation about journaling. And so I th- that sort of got me thinking about uh, this podcast and, and other shit. But uh, I've, what, I, what Keith and I talked about was I've kept a journal since I was, uh, since the last day of sixth grade. Um, and uh, I write in it about 30 minutes a day consistently I don't miss days or anything like that um it's not always 30 minutes but for the most part it's hold on a second sorry the iTunes are on shuffle in the background and uh the riverboat gamblers are just a little bit too loud um so we talked about how I write in my journal and what I think of journaling and uh, and whatnot and and to be fair I think of this now is is going to sort of turn into a little bit of that Um, because I don't have sort of a formal amount of things or topics to talk about I might develop that in the future but tonight I don't um we're in you know we're in the middle of a pandemic america's we're killing each other i mean kyle rittenhouse happened in kenosha a little a young man actually no technically a boy uh crossed the state line with a automatic weapon and killed two people uh and then in the coolest possible way the police let him walk by them and uh left state of wisconsin Um, he had to be arrested in illinois and extradited back to wisconsin kenosha police just let him go 
Yet, the Kenosha police beat the holy everlasting shit out of protesters left and right. Um, and, I, and I feel bad saying this out loud, especially since the internet is in pen, but I think 2020 is the year that we all realize that the police are just simply not on our side anymore. I mean, just the amount of documentation of police violence against everyone not it's i mean it's absolutely an epidemic against people of color obviously but the police and their their authoritarianism is just rampant and they they apparently stop at nothing and there is no governing body that can stop them and uh, the police union is the most powerful thing in major urban areas because the police are the only ones who have the a license to use violence. We, we as citizens don't have the license. We are arrested if we use violence to solve conflict. We are, heck, in some cities we're shot if we use vi- if we re- react violently against the police. Hell, some cities we don't even need to react violently. The police just kill people. So. That's, of course, an oversimplification of an incredibly nuanced fucking problem, but it's my goddamn podcast, and if you need nuance, you know what? You're the fucking problem if you don't know that the world is a nuanced thing. Um, So uh, what I had initially wanted to talk about, this is going pretty good. I'm talking longer than I thought I would. Um, What I initially had thought we were going to talk about or i was going to talk about a couple of times here is uh i am having a rather clearly defined midlife crisis i am 49 um i have i have a couple of actual real live healthcare challenges or health challenges um and I'm 49. Like things like, uh, I retirement savings and uh, I don't know, whatever the shit you talk about as a 49 year old guy. Like I'm no longer. If we were gonna have rock concerts, I'm the old man at rock shows. When I was going to rock shows as a young man there was always that one old guy you know and I always thought he was a weird pervy bastard or whatever it was but uh, there's always that old guy and I'm that old guy I'm uh, I remember me and my friend Jim Carlson and my friend Raphael and I went and saw I went to see Butch Walker cause he was op- but he was opening for uh, Ryan Adams and we went to the Riverside we had absolutely terrible we literally were in the final row of the balcony um, to, it was we were looking down on the top of the chandeliers which is terrifying because I'm afraid of heights um, and so we uh, so Ryan Adams is terrible I just it was the worst concert of my life. I fucking hate that guy. Um, and this was before he, you know, 
became a serial motherfucker or whatever he is. Uh, and so he, we were sitting there and, you know, we we're in our regular sort of concert attire, blue jeans, variations on t-shirts. And there were old guys in front of us, older men than us, wearing what amounted to what I thought of as golf clothes and, uh, playing with their phones during the concert, you know, kind of using the Shazam app and buying songs that they had heard and stuff like that. And, uh, and I just kept thinking, what a bunch of dicks, you know, and what, just fucking enjoy the concert. And now looking back on it, those guys weren't that much older than me. I don't think, um, you know, I'm 49 and everybody, everybody grows up, right? We all grow up and we all, our priorities change and, and, and whatnot. But, uh, this hurts. Like I'm, this hurts me. I'm, I'm emotionally upset and I'm in emotionally, I'm going to say I'm in, in pain and not pain so much, but strife, let's call it. You know, like I can, I can feel that I am a bummed out motherfucker these days and, and there's sort of no way around that, you know, and I, I wish there was, but like, I, I, I can feel just this weirdness. Like during this pandemic, I got sucked into this website about watch collecting, watch collecting. What? I love watches. I do. But I love Timex watches. Iron Timex Iron Man watches. But I know something's changed in me. Uh, so I wore, I've worn a Timex Iron Man watch since I was 16 years old. There was a section in there when obviously I wore swatches because, you know, swatches are the best. But I, wore, I wear Timex Iron Mans primarily. They, you know, you can see them in the dark. They have the day and the date on the front. And uh, when I was on swim team, that's what we all wore. And when I was traveling, they were super durable and met my needs. Now, I know what a Pepsi Rolex is. I can't believe I know what a Pepsi Rolex is. I can't believe there's a thing called a Pepsi Rolex. Um... I want to buy something called a Cassie Oak, which is a analog Casio watch that just came out. And it looks like, uh, shape-wise, it looks like a really expensive uh, collector's watch. And the other thing that happened was I bought my first metal bracelet watch. I'm 49 years old, and I bought... I've never had a watch that doesn't have uh, a resin or silicone band. Just recent, just probably in the last three years, Timex put out these silicone watch bands, which I don't really like, but it's fine. Um, so I have been watching Houdinki things on YouTube and listening and reading, and I thought, okay, let's let's try it. Let's you know, and I went on the Timex website. And I went on the Casio website and I found a uh, 
a really well regarded Casio watch with a metal band and I and I bought it and it was you know it's the most expensive watch I've ever bought it's not unrealistic in, in the price it's you know cost of a, a, a nice night out of dinner and drinks or whatever people do after golfing um, but uh, and I and I really like it man I really like it um, there's some flaws in the watch so I ended up looking at Timex and they have one they had one that sort of counteracted the flaws and so I bought that and it was much cheaper but now I own two watches with metal bands for the first time in my life part of that is obviously my version of buying a Corvette you know um, and and it's it's one of those things where it seems like a small deal but in, in sort of my internal and external life, these are like a watch, a backpack, and my shoes are, you know, sort of iconic archetypal things that I own and am particular about. And so it's, it's, uh, I can't I can't sort of overstate how weird it is to to feel that switch to being a guy with a metal watch band and I really like it to be fair I really like both of them and as a result I'm I think I'm just going to save up some money and I'm going to buy probably nope I don't think I'm going to I think because part of me wants to say in my head I want to buy a Rolex but I don't like what I've learned over the last year or six, nine months is that I like quartz movement watches and not automatic or mechanical watches. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it. And I so I'm experiencing this sort of uh, this this not sort of I'm experiencing uh, emotional pain at, at midlife. So it's a midlife. We're going to go with the label crisis doesn't feel like a crisis just feels like I'm depressed um, and so what I think I'm doing for it is I've, I've just got to find some structure and some things that make me happy and I want to cook more fish I don't think I don't think I eat enough fish so now I have the hiccups. Uh, okay. And I just got a text from my friend Stacy. Um, and so I'm going to... Not so much about the text, but... About the hiccups. I'm going to stop talking now. Um, and say, you know... Oh, Jesus. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm going to talk more about my midlife crisis. Hopefully I'll be a little bit more focused, but uh, there's no guarantee I'm going to be a little more focused. So thank you for getting this far. And we're oh, on the air in five, four, three, two, one. Pencil. When peace comes, remember... It will be for us, the children.
we are beginning to be able, cautiously and with our eyes open, to encourage some interchange of ideas. We have to start thinking about tomorrow. I've heard that somewhere. Save your energy. We must act today in order to preserve tomorrow. And let there be no misunderstanding. Our objectives are clear. Well, I like to go in and rush and stuff with this rock and roll music. You think the Russians could dig your kind of music? They'll dig it. Save your energy. Lucky under! The big brusque satellite is just a jamming it like I know. We are talking about a society in which there will be no roles other than those chosen or those earned. We are really talking about humanism. Why did you plug what we said on the radio? To encourage some interchange of ideas, of books, magazines, students, tourists, artists, radio programs, technical experts. We declare our right on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being. I want you and your boys to cease and desist from violating the American airwaves or I won't be responsible for the consequences. Further communications may not be possible. It's the sky. It's got a pirate radio station. We intend to bring it to existence by any means necessary. what's on the comm channels? Very active, sir. Multi-phasing transmissions, overlapping. It's almost a gibberish. Welcome. 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 Simply adjust the frequency. The switch. Welcome to Radio Program. Beginning according to plan. We control the transmission. What are you doing on this frequency? Just remember who you are. Radio Program. Beginning according to plan.